The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody. I am back from what was a difficult and yet wonderful experience, and that was finally having a service for my mom, who passed away when she was 100 years old. She passed away three days after Christmas in 2020. And because of, shall we say, COVID craziness, there were a lot of things that added to the difficulty that have to do with losing your mom. But what I want to focus on in this first segment is just all of the remarkable things that came together to make her service something that was really special, that gave me new permission to grieve, and that I, I just saw things and experienced things that um, I'll never forget, and I want to share them with you. My mom, as I said, lived to be 100 years old, and uh, two years ago, when we had, she, her birthday is actually August 26th, so her 102nd birthday would be coming up, but two years ago, I actually got a chance in the middle of COVID to go and celebrate her 100th birthday in a rather weird way, and I will explain. My mother spent her last years in a really lovely facility that was up on the... the I'm from Seattle, and um, in Seattle, Seattle is basically built on seven hills. And many years ago, there was a congregational church um, retirement home that was built up on one of those hills. It had a sweeping view of Puget Sound and a lovely place, and she and my father had always decided that that's where they wanted to spend the last of their years. And so um, when COVID hit, oh, goodness, this part's hard, you guys, so it's Kleenex time. Um, When COVID hit, the people on assisted living couldn't leave their rooms, and they couldn't have any visitors. And uh, it was just, for me, as a daughter, it was a heartbreaking situation that I couldn't do anything about. But what I can celebrate is that during that time, she got really, really wonderful care. And on the day of her 100th birthday, what was going on in Seattle at the time was about, those of you that remember how, uh, shall we say, hot of a summer it was two years ago, with lots of unrest all over the country, Seattle was not the epicenter, but it certainly was a hot spot. And six blocks away from where my mother was, was what was known as CHOP and CHAZ. And it had to be with the the Capitol Hill occupied something or other. I can't remember what CHAZ stood for, but um, zones, acquired zones, it, it was just part of the the madness of the time. Six blocks away from where my mom was, there were people who were involved in trying to not just shut down a police station, but put concrete around the doors and seal people inside and set the place on fire. So let's just say this was not exactly a cheery way to celebrate one's mother's 100th birthday. 
And I was not able to hug my mom. They set up a situation beginning that day where we were able to see her outside through a, um, a, a plastic sheet and um, we were on the other side of each other, but I, I couldn't hug her, I couldn't touch her. And that was the last time I saw my mom. So on the 28th of December of 2022, she passed away and prior to her passing away, one of her caregivers put his own personal phone up to her ear and I sang her Christmas songs. And I sang her Christmas songs that had to do with the reason for the season. And then she she passed away uh, early in the morning of December 28th. Well, we finally were able to gather together. And my mother's maiden name was Hersman. She uh, was from the Michigan, Illinois area. And we had her service at Hurstman, Illinois. And there were um, some family members that were able to join. One of my siblings could not because of a surgery to her foot. But I just watched things come together in, in some of the dearest ways. And I learned things about my mom that I hadn't known. And I've shared on this broadcast about Marian Anderson's 1939 uh concert that was on the Lincoln Memorial Steps in Washington, D.C., and the fact that over that brouhaha, my mom withdrew her membership to the Daughters of the American Revolution because of their refusal to allow someone who was of African descent to sing at Constitution Hall. And um, my mom had this this quiet bravery and and dear creativity that uh, I have learned more about even since last week and that I want to share with you because it goes to character and it goes to decision making and we're going to talk about that more after the break. But we grew up listening to Marian Anderson's music and if you're not familiar with her, she had an absolutely remarkable contralto voice and actually a range that, that exceeded contralto and Arturo Toscanini, who was a very famous uh, symphony conductor, said that her voice was one that came along only once in a hundred years. So we grew up listening to her music, and we played the gospel train at her um, service. And I want to give a shout-out right here to Andre, who works here at the Athens Walmart in the electronics department. And this guy, I explained to him, for one thing, it just thrilled me that he knew who Marian Anderson was. That made my day when I went to see him. But I had been tasked to get a, a Bluetooth speaker that could play and amplify off of my phone, play and amplify a Marian Anderson song. And this was Graveside. And he was so incredibly helpful. That part went off without a hitch. And so, Andre, if you are listening, I promised you that I would come and see you at the store. But prior to that, I am just going to tell our listeners, dude, you made a complicated thing for me, completely simple, and it went off without a hitch. Okay, I want to tell you a couple of mom stories, and then we'll head to the break. I learned something that I had never known about my mom. And she was someone, she was a home ec uh, major and she was a home ec teacher and f 
frugal and celebratory and able to um, just find all kinds of reasons to throw a celebration. And when um, I was born in 1953, and my two sisters were born in 1945 and 1947, and 1953 happened to be the year that Queen Elizabeth was uh, crowned. And so what my mom did, and this was a story that my sister told, graveside, that I had never heard. What my mom did was she made an angel food cake, and she carved out the lion's share of the cake so that it was just thin and in a circle. And then she made tines, kind of like, um, if you remember ever seeing the Hallmark logo that had the tall, what would be jewels, or, you know, the, the top of the crown. And she put gumdrops around the edge of each each time for jewels and that was my my sister's um, birthdays are in June and they're only three days apart they're two years apart their birthdays are three days apart and so in honor of Queen Elizabeth's coronation back in 1953 that's what my mom did and um, I'd never heard the story and it was delightful to learn something new about my mom so I'll tell you what we're going to take a break and then when we come back I'm going to tell you another mom story and then some things that I learned from Mayor Ronnie today. And at the bottom of the hour, we are going to have some guests that are going to talk to us about financial literacy. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. We'll be back in just a jiff. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. The fun is back. That's what's in store for you and your family at Lake Winnie and Sokia, the South's favorite family amusement park and water park where there's excitement for everyone and special discounts almost every day. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's Cannonball Roller Coaster and the Ozone 14-story Freefall. Splash down on the boat chute and flip out on the fireball. The fun is back means the splashtacular excitement of Sokia Water Park. Get ready, get set, get wet. The fun is back means a lazy day on the crazy river. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's funnel cakes, candy apples, and cotton candy, and sugar-coated smiles. Visit lakewinnie.com to check out all the fun. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, 
We were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer-lasting scent. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And if you're just joining us, I uh, spent the first segment talking about just being back from my mom's memorial service. And it was really a dear thing that I... um, There were beautiful sunsets and conversations and just, you know, how do you describe the, the combination of grief and joy and as believers you know that's that's what we experience and this this was full of both and i'm extremely grateful but i want to tell you one more thing about my mom before we change gears and then uh welcome our guests at the the bottom of the hour my mom was one of those people who without a lot of fanfare i mean seriously if Social media, if my mom had been of, of the stream that would have embraced social media, I can guarantee you she would not have tooted her horn about anything because that's just not how it was. It's not how people rolled, and you guys know what I'm talking about. But one of my favorite mom stories that I want to share with you, no matter what your age group, I think you need to know this. For those of you that don't know all that much about World War II history. My father uh, was in the United States Naval Air Corps and he served in the Pacific. And on in the Philippines there was a horrible situation that was known as the Bataan, B-A-T-A-A-N, Bataan Death March. And American soldiers, Allied soldiers were literally marched to death and if they fell they were shot on sight it was a dreadful dreadful situation and one of the things that their captors did in order to break them psychologically and possibly kill them was they would starve them and then when um, they gave them food when, when people are starving and this happened in World War II When people are starving, they don't exactly eat politely. I don't care how refined they may have been in a former life. When you are starving and food comes your way, you tend to just wolf it down. And so what their captors would do would be to put uh, rocks in their food for the purpose of breaking their teeth or tearing up their intestines if they actually swallowed the food with rocks in it. Well, my parents who, after my father came back from the war, they 
built an amazing life for us. And they were avid bridge players, the card game. And they belonged to a, a, a group of a bridge club that was just made up of, of friends. And in that group was a fellow by the name of Fred Wildish, who had endured the Bataan Death March. And what my mom would do in her faithfulness and in her thoughtfulness, we had, uh, my mom was really pretty well known for her cherry pies and her, her apple pies. And in our home in West Seattle, we had both cherry trees and apple trees. And the, the Bing cherries were just ginormous and it was our responsibility to pick them and to pit them. But what my mom would always do, if Fred if they were having, if they were hosting Bridge Club, and if Fred Wildish and his wife Jan were going to come and play bridge, my mom would never serve a cherry pie. And the reason why she wouldn't is because she just did not want to take the chance of possibly having Fred bite down on a cherry that hadn't been pitted and might have reminded him of having to deal with food that had rocks in it. So what she always did when Fred was coming and it was my mom's responsibility to provide the dessert is she would make a creme de menthe pie, which as those of you who've ever had it, it's soft all the way through. There's not going to be anything that could remind one of a dreadful situation. And that was just something that my mom did, and I wanted you to know about it. So we're going to switch gears for the next few minutes and talk about some things that are going on here. And then after Yellowhammer News at the bottom of the hour, we are going to have some guests who are going to talk about the need for financial or fiscal, F-I-S-C-A-L, fiscal literacy and understanding, especially as it pertains to our young people and what they're doing about it to make it possible for kids especially to know more about how to handle money and what's workable and what's doable and what are good goals. So that's what we will face after. Face sounds kind of, <laughs> sorry, that sounds kind of negative. Didn't mean for it to sound like face it down. But we will be encountering some lovely people. That's a much better way of putting it. So between then and now, what we're going to talk about is, um, first of all, it's getting to be that time. It's starting to head toward football season and festival season in Athens Limestone, Alabama. And the thing that's going to kick off football season, as it does every year and has for several years, is two rivals are playing each other, high school rivals. No, it's not It's not the Iron Bowl, but it is the beginning of the high school football season, and Athens High School and East Limestone High School will be facing each other off. And we are going to be having a pep rally on Thursday afternoon on the square. Now, most of the time... We have our um, opening volley, shall we say, of the football season with the pep rally on a Friday. And it's a Friday night game. This year, it's Thursday, and it's a Thursday night game. And so, for those of you that are just kind of going by tradition, the tradition has moved back a day. It was a scheduling issue. Moved back a day this year, and it's, it's wonderful. The place gets packed out. All the cheerleaders are there. 
the bands march, the teams march, and people line the streets. And Mayor Ronnie, when we were talking about this this morning, I had the chance to interview him before he came here. Mayor Ronnie told about uh, the fact that, and he'll he'll be there, and you know I want to encourage all of you to be there. And you know, people tailgate for the game, and it's it's a thing. It's a thing here in in uh, Alabama and in the South. And so, uh, what ended up happening this one particular time? A person from outside of the area didn't. I don't believe if I've got if I've got my story straight. I don't believe they even knew that they were speaking to the mayor. But they were visiting Athens Limestone or Athens in particular, and they were on the square, and all of this wonderful hullabaloo was going on. And they asked him, "What? What is this?" And he very politely said, "Well, ma'am, this is the the pep rally that kicks off our high school football season, and it's a tradition. It's something that we do every year, and we really enjoy it." And this woman was incredulous, like, "How? How could this be? How could a town rally around two teams and still?" love each other and we're not leaving out west or clements or anybody else but how could how could two teams come together as rivals and have it be such a throwback to the past when football wasn't political and people just played and enjoyed and hollered and did their best and and um got together just everything that football is all about this woman was amazed and after Mayor Ronnie got finished telling her all about how how it's done and that it's just one of our our traditions, <laughs> the woman looked at him and said, "We're moving here," and that was the kind of thing that that is those those kinds of backstories are the things that make living in Athens limestone so much more wonderful. Well, speaking of Mayor Ronnie. I think probably most of you know that as far as college is concerned, he graduated from UNA in Florence, and then he got his master's um, from Tennessee. But as far as his undergrad alma mater is concerned, it's UNA. And he got a chance to take Quentin, Quentin, his um, grandson, to a sports presentation, banquet, dinner that featured... Bill Walton, who was an NBA superstar in the 70s and, and 80s. And Bill Walton, if you remember anything about him, he kind of like yours truly had his, his hippie years. But when he was at UCLA, his coach was the legendary John Wooden. And they had a dress code, and one of the things that was part of being a Bruin, a UCLA Bruin, was having... This This is back in the days when basketball players and football players in high school and college would wear suits and ties on game day. And um, they took it... Their appearance was very, very professional. And they took it very seriously. And Bill wanted to sport at least a mustache and or a beard. And he made an impassioned case to Coach Wooden about his rights and the fact that he ought to be able to do this. And Coach Wooden, with the wisdom for which he was so legendary, listened, and then he said, Bill, you certainly do have 
a right to your rights. And I just want to let you know (laughs) that we will miss you. So John Wooden, in his kind, gentle, firm, fatherly way, held the line that he felt was appropriate. And Bill decided to let himself continue to play for the legendary John Wooden and went on to be, oh goodness, he played for Celtics and um, Trailblazers and uh, in California and he got rings and championships and most valuable player and he went on to overcome a lot of physical difficulties. So those are some of the things that he was talking about as a part of that banquet presentation. And the bottom line is your decisions have consequences. What would have happened if he had let his mustache get in the way? This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. And we'll be back right after Yellowhammer News. You know you can hear WKAC on the radio, on your computer, and on your smartphone, but now here's another way. Alexa, play WKAC. WKAC from TuneIn. Hello, it's me. That's right. If you're the proud owner of an Amazon Echo device, Alexa will direct you to your favorite oldies on WKAC via the TuneIn radio app. And it's absolutely free. Just say, Alexa, play WKAC, and listen to all our great programming in crystal clear quality, day or night. It's just another way to serve our listeners from WKAC1080.com and 1080. WKAC. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 256-274-8530 Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers new massage fit sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer-lasting scent. This is an Alabama legacy moment. The 375,000 acres that make up the three ranger districts of Talladega National Forest were purchased by the federal government in 1936 as part of an effort to restore clear-cut timberlands and farmlands no longer capable of producing crops. The beautiful reserve includes the 102-mile Pinhoti National Trail System and Alabama's highest and second-highest point. Mount Chiha and Duggar Mountain. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. The Alabama GOP calls for closed primaries. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. 
During the 2022 summer meeting of the Alabama Republican Party, state executive committee members overwhelmingly approved a resolution calling for party registration and close primary elections. As Alabama's GOP resolution is not legally binding, it will require an act of the Alabama legislature to officially enact party registration and close the state's primary elections. Governor Kay Ivey's office has released photos of her greeting South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem at an airport on Friday, just one day after it dismissed rumors that the governor was having health issues. Governor Ivey's office said she remained healthy and cancer-free. Alabama returns Native American belongings. YHN's Elizabeth Kramer has details. The state of Alabama's Department of Archives and History announces the return of remains and artifacts to Native Americans in central Alabama. WSFA reports that the remains and adorned objects from the 18th century have already begun to be repatriated to Native American tribes. Until recently, they have been on display during the state's exhibition entitled The First Alabamians. For YHN News, I'm Elizabeth Kramer. Birmingham Mayor Randall Woodfin is pushing for a renewed enforcement of Birmingham's teen curfew to help curb crime. The move comes following a string of violent murders and shootings. WTVM-TV reports the Magic City is on pace to top 130 murders this year. The curfew has a $500 fine for teens out past 9 p.m. on weekdays and 11 p.m. on weekends. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. We've all been caught up in the little chores that pile up every day. The dishes in the sink, the trash that needs taking out, the pesky check engine light. Isn't it time to make a change and escape to a whole new world of possibilities? Where there's dinner without dishes, nights filled with adventure, and every day you feel like a winner. A little change can go a long way when you escape every day at Wing Creek Casino and WingCreekCasino.com. 256 Today is smart news for smart people. 256today.com is the place for the latest news on business, government, education, and community in North Alabama. 256today.com is a dedicated local team reporting the news that impacts your daily life. We live here, we work here, and we play here. Join us at 256today.com. We are smart news for smart people like you. Good Monday morning. Back to work, back to school. Temperatures going to top out around 85, 86 today. A little bit more humidity with an east-southeast wind at 5 to 10. And it's a chance for an isolated shower or storm. We'll see that increasing into the afternoon hours. Should fade away by evening. Overnight tonight, back in the 60s. A high back in the 80s tomorrow with a few isolated storms. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Weather, a service of Flanagan Heating and Air, serving limestone in Madison counties for over 20 years. Your needs and preferences combined with the proper focus on safety, efficiency, and reliability is their priority. Free quotes on new equipment. Free second opinions on catastrophic failures. Always open for service and repair calls. Call Flanagan Heating and Air, 256-321-0781. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC.
If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I am pleased as punch to have with me in the studio my beautiful Brit friend, the amazing and wonderful tennis playing University of North Alabama alum, Sarah Evans and her cohort, who is Amy Hester. We won't do that to you, Amy girl. Um, Amy Hester, who is the manager of the brand new Lister Hill Credit Union uh, branch that is over on 72, not too far from the Lindsay Lane Publix and that whole area. So they are going to be telling you about why they are on the prowl to get kids in particular up to speed, up to snuff about how to manage your money. And so thank you, you guys. I'm glad you're both here. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks for having us here. Thank you. You you are welcome. Okay. We've got, I mean, we could go global to local. We could go universal to teeny pinpoint on this. But money right now in particular is an extremely uncomfortable topic in our whole culture. I mean, we're, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and so you're wanting to help people, especially kids, know the basics and, oh, I don't know, maybe actually manage their own finances that if the United States government would manage its finances in the same way, might actually save us. So that's kind of what you're after, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll start with the local problem because okay, we're, we're not going to tackle the government one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's interesting you talk about it's a difficult subject to talk about or a sticky subject. That's one of the biggest problems. I was brought up being told you don't talk about money. Yes. And I think a lot of people, 30 plus, were definitely brought up with that kind of mindset. And if I, if I may give you the, if I may be your amen chorus, it was as rude as can mm-hmm. be. You did not talk about, you know, what your father made a year or what you pay. You never asked anybody, how much, how much was that? You know, yeah. I mean, it was just con- really considered, even for Yanks, it was considered... <laughs> Rude, crude, and just unrefined. It, very much so. Yeah. It was it was one of the unspoken topics, and certainly for, for me, that was the case. If we can start by breaking that down, that is a really good start. Um, because we want kids... One of the things I'm most excited about is when my, my role is Director of Financial Health. My office is based at UNA, and I work a lot in the high schools. I work with Athens Limestone uh, Career Tech School, which is one of the most incredible facilities that this region has. But what inc- it, it excites and encourages me is that these young adults, they know that they want to learn this information because they see the state that some of their parents' finances are in. Yes. They don't know where to start. They don't even know what questions to ask, but once you start them going, they, I mean, the classes that I teach are very interactive because they all have questions. They all don't want to make those mistakes. Okay, so Miss Amy, I think it's safe to say that um, you're a touch younger <laughs> than, than my beautiful Brit friend and I. And so you are potentially somewhat in that age category. And you decided to choose a career in finance, which has brought you to the place, you've worked hard and has brought you to the place that you are right now. What was it for you? I mean, you grew up 
where the TV was continually say, hey, you know, go into debt for this and go into debt for this and you deserve this. And, and all. how did you manage to escape the continual nonsense that kids are being hit with? Well, I think I'm older, first of all, than you think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. The, I, we were also taught to never make a lady reveal the, her age, so just go with it here, will you? She's, she's better at hair ma- and makeup than I am. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but no, um, seriously, for me, I think I watched my parents struggle a lot with money growing up. I mean, we just didn't have access to money like that, and I wanted to, I guess break that mold mm-hmm. and I wanted to help other people as well you know money just doesn't grow on trees right. so. <laughs> so your parents struggle was the thing that kind of if I may this may be making it too philosophical but it was one of the things that served to turn pain into purpose you exactly. saw their pain mm-hmm. you wanted to do yeah. what you could help and and make a difference in other people's lives yeah that's exactly right. Okay, so mm-hmm. you, did you go to UNA as well? No, I did not. Okay, mm-hmm. so how did you end up in, in whatever way? What Tell us a little bit about your start in the financial industry and what led you to this. Well, sorry, am I moving too much? <laughs> no, you're fine. This is live radio, we're good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when I was young, I actually started off working in retail, and I just realized I did not want to do that. Um, that was every weekend. It was late at night. I didn't want to do that, and I had always kind of had a desire to work in banking, mm-hmm. and so actually I started off as a part-time teller at a credit union here in Athens, and um, I worked there for 15 years. I oh, wow, okay. I a part-time teller, and when I left and came to Lister Hill, I was actually the assistant branch manager and a loan officer okay so it was kind of a stepping stone I just kind of worked my way up and I enjoyed all of it so you know I started pretty much at the bottom part-time teller and then like I said when I left I had worked my way up a little bit and I learned a lot okay so here's my question and there there are there are fascinating people I find in the financial world these days you have people from widely varying backgrounds, which is something that I really enjoy. If you've got very, very different people and they're funneling into the same thing, that's that's an interesting prospect to consider. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm hearing you right, you your entire set of experience was on-the-job training. You literally did the American dream and worked your way up. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a really important thing to understand because I, I think there's a myth that people have that finance and financial literacy is so off the charts. You know, you practically have to have an IQ of 160 and belong to Mensa before you can find your way. And, and it, so there's this feeling of, of exclusivity and, and, you know, a lack of accessibility in terms of understanding other than be sure that you don't spend too much and, oh, you know, balance your checkbook. I mean, that's basically... Mm-hmm. Really, what people are are told? Would you say that's I think, true? Sir? I think you pretty much nailed it, Ali. In that, for many people, it is very intimidating, and they don't know where to start. They don't have anywhere to go to. Um, fortunately, we have some great financial institutions in the area, not just Lister Hill. So, definitely, I encourage them to talk to their financial institution. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back. 
I want you guys to just put your heads together for a second and talk about what are the kinds of questions that you feel like can empower people when they're beginning on this journey. What kind of questions do you want them to ask so they can be going in the right direction? This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in a jiff. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Proper ventilation of gas appliances are essential for safety, so make sure your gas furnace and water heaters are vented to the outside of the building. Also check your flue pipe and chimney for blockage. Should you be unsure about proper ventilation, call Athens Gas Department at 232-1440. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by the Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. We're going to be late to the cookout. I was just packing up my famous mac and cheese. I hope you packed the Pepto, too. Huh? Pepto-Bismol provides fast relief from heartburn and indigestion. You know, that uncomfortable feeling after you eat too much? And after the deviled eggs, baked beans, and barbecue ribs? You're going to need it. Barbecue ribs? I should probably pack an extra shirt, too. <laughs> Good call. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, I have the delight of having two financially fit women in the studio. One is Amy Hester, who is the branch manager of the new uh, Lister Hill Credit Union that just opened up over on 72 near Publix. And the other is my beautiful Brit friend, Sarah Evans, who works for Lister Hill and has worn several hats. But right now you are really in the zone helping out with financial literacy. So that's what we're talking about this morning. And their concern, um, they know that the, the the demographic of this particular show is, you know, it's an oldie station and, I don't know, be careful with calling us oldies. But people who have kids and or grandkids or maybe are limping themselves as as boomers and and whatever are and are maybe too uncomfortable maybe too embarrassed to say look i i need to know something what i'm doing is not working so during the break what i asked you guys to do is to think about first of all with kids what are the kinds of questions as they're kind of trying to get their bearings and begin their financial life? What are the kinds of questions that you want them to begin to ask so they can learn the right things? Probably the the biggest hurdle um, is is brute reality. 
um, and getting them to understand the difference between a want and a need. Yes. And a genuine want and a genuine need. Because we as a society now are bombarded by hundreds of messages every single day, which is basically they're all trying to convince us that what we want is actually something that we need. And I come from a sales and marketing background, so I know how sneaky we are as marketers. Listen to you. <laughs> um, but the, that brute reality of sitting down and, and looking at, do I really need this? Do I need it now? What would happen if I don't get it now? Um, to really slow down that spending a little bit yes. and get them to understand what it is, um, which kind of leads into some basic budgeting skills as well. Um, you, we were talking earlier about learning to balance checkbooks. They don't really exist anymore. They do still exist, but the kids now, and I, I say kids, I'm really talking about young adults, they swipe for everything. So mm -hmm. that, that physical attachment to spend is not as it was. Yeah, you're not, you're not opening up your wallet and digging for change. And I mean, I, I realize that sounds completely old school, but your brain functions in certain mm -hmm. ways, tactily and other kinds yep. of things. And I would also say, and, and Amy, I'm gonna have a question for you in a sec. I would also say that I think one of the things that makes your jobs, uh, it, in the plural here, more daunting is that in addition to television and radio and other kinds of, of um, sort of what we would call standard marketing approaches, you now have this monster called social media mm -hmm. that is making everybody feel that if they're not standing in front of their cool ride that is as shiny as the day is long and they're 19 years old and they just went into debt for $85,000, that they're somehow not cool, not this, not that. It ends up being a dopamine thing, quite mm -hmm. frankly. So. What do you say? I mean, you're kind of in a tough position, Amy, because banks want to be able to loan money. What? How do you handle it when the kid comes in that, you know, doesn't know his financial? Ah, keep going, Allie. What, what do you do when part of you wants to go ahead and see if he can qualify for the loan and the other part of you goes, oh, honey, don't. I don't want you to turn into what I had to grow up. How do you handle that, dear? Well, one thing I really like about Lister Hill is we are in the business of lending. However, um, we do care about our members, so we do not want to see anyone, you know, whether it's a 19-year-old or an, an older person, we do not want to see anyone in any kind of financial bind. So, you know, yes, our job is to lend, but our job is also to help people. That's what we're about. Right. So, it, you know we're not just going to throw someone in a car because we can. It is my job too to, like you said, talk to that 19 year old and make sure that they understand what they're getting into, you know, and this isn't just something you can jump on and now you're in debt. You, yeah. You gotta be responsible. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't all that long ago that um, Brits and Yanks had debtors prisons. <laughs> yeah. not, and I've always wondered, okay, how were you supposed to work enough to pay off your debt if you were in debtor's prison? I mean, I understand holding people accountable. I really do. But, I mean, how was that supposed to work? Sometime we'll have to have that conversation over lunch, that, I think. That's, that's a definite lunch conversation. Yes, it is. But to back up what Amy was saying, you know, Lister Hill's role is to help people be financially healthy. We are so invested in this mission. That is why my job as a director of financial health exists. 
my role is not to lend. My role is to educate people about how to make responsible spending choices. Okay, now I'm going to ask you a question, and we've never had this conversation, and so um, as... This is scary. Oh, no, you're going to be fine. I won't do this to Amy. I will do this to you because I love you so much. Okay, so you can take the fifth because you are now officially a Yank, but did you yourself ever find that you had made a poor financial decision that really came back to bite you in the backside? I, I am now 52 years old. I'll put it out there. And as we've said earlier, we were not taught to talk about money. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I made horrendous decisions, but I made decisions that had I had the kind of class education that we are now delivering through the credit union and through these schools, I probably would have done things differently. I can also say that I would have saved a lot more strategically mm -hmm. than just kind of saving a little bit here and yeah. there. Um, and but but yes, I mean, I exist to try to help kids. I'm the preemptive strike, so okay. we want to get them before they start making the mistakes, so that they can establish good, healthy financial patterns, so that they can have, they can at 24 get good rates on car loans. They can look at buying a house rather than at 24 looking to buy a car and they realize that their credit is horrible. Um, they don't have anything saved and buying a house maybe 10 years down the line because they've got to spend all of that time fixing all of the mistakes that got they it. made. Okay, we're going to take our last break. And when we come back, what I would love to hear is some of the things, the actual classes, the services that you have available, things that are coming up in your financial health calendar and things that you're doing at the branch. So this is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in a minute. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Barron Services and WKAC1080.com. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge? For a coupon and daily support, sign up at Metamucil.com today. And now a small business setback, as assessed by a beloved family pediatrician. Oh, hey, Tiger. Big scary tree branch give your work truck a boo-boo? Yeah. 
Wow. See this thing on my phone here? It's the Progressive Mobile app. Just push that little button there and report your claim. Attaboy. When owning a small business gets painful, Progressive Commercial is here to make it all better. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. <gasps> What's this? Candy drawer? Who wants a lollipop? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Photo claims not available in all states or situations. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. We are finishing up what has been a fun and not quite wild ride, talking about money. What? (laughs) The thing that we were always, you know, what were we never supposed to talk about at the dinner table? Politics, religion, money, other things. Anyway, I have with me Amy Hester, who manages the Lister Hill Credit Union branch, the brand new one that's over on 72, and Sarah Evans, who heads up the Financial Health Department, which I think is a very cool title. You're going to get a tattoo? No, I'm kidding. Um, That heads up the financial health department for Lister Hill. And you guys have a passion, particularly for young people, to help them avoid some of the mistakes that you have seen, you've experienced, you have made. So what are you guys doing to make this happen? Well, we have a series of what we call modules that are all designed to be about 50 minutes long because that works very well with the class schedules. And each module is you know, a presentation with a PowerPoint, but each module also has some kind of game or exercise or practical application built into it so that they can play around with how the numbers work and how the ideas work. So you're actually going into what age group? Where do you start? Um, my focus primarily is the 16 to 24 year age okay. group. Um, we, I have a counterpart, Shayla Hill, who many in your, your listening circle may have come across as well. We've been out in the community quite a lot. She works a lot with um, employee groups, so businesses. Um, it has been found that people that understand their money better will take up the employee benefits more readily, and that makes them more loyal employees. And that is a very, that's a very strong yes. point. So okay. she tends to work with a slightly older age group. I work primarily with the, the younger age group. And Amy, of course, works with anybody that walks through the door. <laughs> okay, so Amy, let's say, um, okay, let's just take me for example. I'm 68, mm-hmm. all right? And let's pretend that well, you might not be pretending all that much, but let's pretend that I've just had a wake-up call and I realize, oh, my word, I really need to do something now and I ain't getting any younger. I come into your branch. What do you do with somebody like me? What's your, what's your first step? Well, um, we do offer a lot of products. You know, we have a money market account. We have our CDs right now, which okay. is 3%, which is really good. Um, we also have a financial advisor at our branch, too. So okay, so you can just come in, talk to you, and say, help, and you'll do it? Yeah, we okay. have all kinds of products for you. Okay, you guys, thank you so much. I've enjoyed this, and um, I hope you come back. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll see you next Monday. You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.